0: Welcome to Get Right for Sunday Interview. And today we have a special guest. It is Vicar-Elect Chris Hill. Welcome.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here. This is uh, a really great way to to get things started. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's a whole idea that, you know, baptism by fire, to jump right into this, to ask all the great questions, and to get you acclimated to the fun that you will have. Of course, we have uh, Vicar Leeper, who gets to also correct everything I say, that's or right. Vickorage. Yep. Yep. You're well, not getting rid of me yet. No, not yet. <laughs> well, the first softball question, and it's also the biggest question. Tell us about yourself.
1: Well, that's a pretty narrow, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> narrow <laughs> avenue to pursue here. Um, so I'm uh, I'm 27. Um, I've been happily married for almost three years now. Um, my wife's name is Christy. Uh, we're both from st louis uh so not uh not too far from home here uh made the the nice short drive over today Um, before coming to the seminary i was uh, a high school teacher for three years uh, in georgia um, south Cobb high school uh, where i taught ninth grade um, literature and composition uh, in those three years Um, and then we we decided to make a change and come to the seminary. So, um, luckily enough for us, we got to um, come home, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, for a few years. And um, so we've been we've been doing that. Um, so, from St. Louis, what else? What else should I go for here in the get to know you? <laughs> We don't have any children yet. Most people ask that, especially yep. at the seminary. They go, yes. How many kids you <laughs> have? Um, we don't have any kids. Uh, my wife would probably love for me to mention that we have three cats, though. So, she
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, what are their
1: names? We have Willow, who's kind of the original. She's about three years old, and then we have um, Stella and Oliver. Ooh, okay. And those are uh, the recent additions. They they just turned one uh, a couple weeks ago, so they're still they're still learning the curve <laughs> as far as who gets the food and and how to do all that. But they uh, they keep us pretty <laughs> pretty entertained at home. So we do have that. Um, we uh, we both come from pretty big families. Uh, Christy is the youngest of four. Um, she has an older brother. Who, uh, who lives in St. Charles with his wife and their newborn daughter? Hmm. And then um, she has a twin brother and sister um, as well. And then I'm actually the oldest of six. Oh. So um, we're kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. And my family, uh, my parents, and my five siblings live in Florida. They live in Winter Garden, Florida. So um, unfortunately, we don't get to visit as much as we'd like, but every time we do, it seems like a, a nice little vacation to oh, <laughs> have yeah. an excuse to Especially go to Florida. Florida yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's always a good time. So, um, so there's that. But I'm the, the oldest, like I said. I've got a 19-year-old brother, a 13-year-old sister, a nine, no, 10, <laughs> 10-year-old brother, and then twin uh, brother and sister. And they all just wrapped up school yesterday, so I'm oh, sure wow. they're already driving my mom nuts at home. <laughs> but uh, As they should. Yeah. 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 So it's uh, it's an exciting time at, at the Hill House. There's always <laughs> something going on, um, but uh, there's a little bit. We can go into more, but that might be a good start.
2: Well, I got a follow-up question to that, sure. actually. First, uh, a comment. I'm the oldest of seven, so I've got you you beat
0: by just one. See, I'm, I, the, I'm the oldest of three, so I, I feel really...
1: Inadequate in all this
2: (laughs) I've actually got a twin brother and sister I'm not a twin But I have a brother and sister that are twins as well
1: Yeah, we're uh, we're uh, Christy and I are a little concerned because there's (laughs) twins on both sides of our family. Right, we're uh, we're not sure if that's going to lead to anything.
2: You never know, (laughs) never know. Uh, So, but my follow up question is actually about your uh, church experience. Sure. Uh, So, what has been kind of your your church background? Like, what kind of church did you grow up in? What kind of church did you do your field work in for the first two years of seminary?
1: Yeah, so I grew up um, in a pretty Large church, um, about two thousand members, Concordia Kirkwood. Mm. Um, that's where I grew up and I went to school there as well, Christ Community Lutheran School. Um, so it was, it was definitely a little different than my field work, uh, which is kind of the opposite. Um, it's in Afton, Missouri, uh, a little smaller congregation, maybe about one hundred and fifty members, um, but everybody is just so warm and welcoming. It was uh, it was kind of funny. We went and visited one time, and with that size, you really can't hide anywhere. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so we were kind of immediately welcomed and uh, and brought into the fold, and it's been really great um, the last two years. One of the things I I really wanted out of my field work was somewhere where I could be involved and and be helping, and that's been exactly what I've gotten. <laughs> um, usually helping every Sunday, a uh, couple times. Uh, multiple services on a Sunday. so it's been a really great learning experience, especially coming from a big church where you really saw the pastors do everything. Right. <laughs> so it was kind of like I wanted somewhere where as a field worker, I could get my hands dirty and and really start to learn some of these things that that you'll eventually do as a pastor. So it's been really great. The people have been wonderful. It's really been our first experience with a with a smaller congregation, so we really didn't know what to expect uh, mm. or what things would be like. And, and it's really been uh, a fantastic time. Um, so we look forward to, to going back to them uh, in fourth year and yeah. saying hi, because we've made some good friends there. Um, but it's, it's a, a traditional congregation, um, pretty much worship right out of the hymnal, which mm. I think there's some similarity to, um, to what we have here. So uh, it's been a, a really nice experience, a lot of learning, um, I'd be lying if I didn't say there were also some mistakes along the way.
0: (laughs) That's what we learned.
1: But they were uh, very generous and and patient with me as I was kind of feeling my way through things. So um, I feel a lot more comfortable today than uh, when I first got to the seminary and helping out with worship and that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Well, from Georgia Mm -hmm. to coming back here, what was the decision or why did you come to the seminary? What brought you to the seminary?
1: Yes, that's a classic question yep. for the seminary. And so um, seminary was kind of something that um, growing up, I I didn't have any thought of it. I know mm-hmm. some people are like, I knew from kindergarten that I wanted to be a pastor. <laughs> I wish I could say that. I, uh, that wasn't my experience. Um, we went to church every Sunday. Uh, we were a faithful church-going family. But um, when I was younger, I was much more involved with sports um, than probably anything else. So that took a lot of my time, and I didn't ever really think about going into ministry. Um, When I got to high school, uh, I formed pretty quickly a a good relationship with the campus pastor there at Lutheran South, Rev Roma, shout out. (laughs) And um, he always kind of wanted to make sure I was doing okay and just wanted to, to talk, and those were some great experiences that Kept me on a a good track in those high school years. And um, through that relationship, he kind of started to plant that bug of, oh, have you thought about going to the seminary? And I was still like, no, I've (laughs) never thought of that. And uh, so I kind of just brushed it off, um, didn't really think a whole lot about it, and then graduated high school, went to college. Um, I started off at the University of Missouri uh, in St. Louis. Um, where I did my freshman year of college. And then I transferred to uh, to Mizzou, University of Missouri in Columbia. And that's where I got my degree in secondary education. So there was always um, a desire to work with people, mm-hmm. uh, to help people in some way. And I think that kind of led me to the teaching degree. Right. And um, that's what I was planning on doing for the rest of my life. (laughs) And I took a job in Georgia um, at a high school there, and um, a lot of good experiences, a lot of really good days, also some days that were a little frustrating.
0: Can Um, only imagine?
1: (laughs) You know how it is with high schoolers. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they can can make you work a little bit. Um, So, as I was teaching... I was an English teacher, like I mentioned, so um, that was kind of my focus. I always had a draw to to language and, and public speaking, that kind of thing, um, which took me to the English route. And as I was teaching English, um, especially in my third year, I probably spent a little more time uh, at home listening to sermons and Bible studies and that kind of thing. Um, a lot of issues, etc. I kind of got hooked there, yeah. and and so you know, mowing the grass mm-hmm. or doing chores, I'd have something on. Um, uh, Pastor Wolf Miller on mm-hmm. YouTube, yeah, I, I got into him, his channel pretty big.
2: <laughs> you know, we had a Jeff Schwartz was a previous oh, really? interview on this podcast actually. He was one of our might have been the last interview that we did was yeah. the, the Jeff Schwartz interview from yeah, uh, from issues, etc.
1: Yeah, well, that small Lutheran world. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I, I kind of found myself spending a lot of my my free time in scripture and Bible studies and sermons, like I said, and it was kind of uh those those thoughts that had been planted way back in high school started to to creep up a little bit and well, I'm thinking about this an awfully lot um <laughs> it just wouldn't <laughs> seem to go away, and um you know how it is when you when you kind of get into God's word mm-hmm. it's kind of the one thing that you're you're never um you never get full of it always leaves you wanting more, yeah, that, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I was experiencing, and it was just kind of this um, this craving to learn more about doctrine and okay, what do we actually believe, and why do we why do we say that, and what do other denominations believe. So I kind of started to spend most of my time uh, dealing with those issues, and it kind of just took over my, my free time. <laughs> um, and so I was like, okay, there's there's something to this. Uh, I probably shouldn't just ignore this and kind of compounded with that. One of our friends from high school actually took a call to a church in Georgia about 45 minutes away from us um, so the more we started hanging out with him and, mm-hmm. and his now wife, uh, who was actually living with us briefly, the more he kind of made clear, well, the, the seminary, we, we kind of need guys. We yeah. need guys yeah. to step up and, it's true. and go into ministry. And so he kind of reinforced these thoughts I was having, and that kind of led us to where we are. Um, I remember we we had just visited my family in Florida, and we were driving back to Georgia, And I'm driving, and Christy's in the passenger seat, and um, it kind of got quiet. Um, You know, we weren't listening to anything, and we were just kind of there with each other, and it got quiet, and uh, she could kind of tell something was on my mind. So she asked, you know, what are you thinking? And I kind of hesitated and said, I'm not sure what to do with this, (laughs) but I've been thinking about the seminary. <laughs> what do what we? What do we do with this? Like, I, I'm not sure. What, what do we do? And um, she, uh, she kind of was the one to say, "I think you need to do this." Um, and that was kind of the last, the last step I needed to to really think about it a little harder and um, a lot of prayer. And finally, contacted the admissions office at Concordia Seminary, and um, here we are. Two yeah. years later, so.
0: Well, with that and kind of a follow-up, um, why St. Louis outside of the fact that it's mm-hmm. home for you?
2: Well, I should warn you before you answer this question. Oh, uh, Pastor Wright is
1: from Fort Wayne.
2: He, he graduated from Fort Wayne. I should warn you just before you answer.
1: Pastor, I thought you said <laughs> there were no trick questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for us, a big part of it— um, was being able to be near family mm-hmm. um, for a little while. We kind of factored in. Um, Christy had been away from her family in St. Louis. She had lived in Georgia for six years at that point. I had just been down there for three. Um, but really, the only thing we were missing in our Georgia life, uh, which seems like a long time ago, the only thing we were really missing was that time with family. And um, we were really kind of longing for that. Mm-hmm. So to be able to come um, to come back to St. Louis and, and get some of that family time in, um, especially when you consider going into ministry, you, you really don't know what the future is going to be or where you're going to end up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seemed like a pretty good way to, to get some of that family time that we had been missing. Um, and it, it made sense uh, as well with Christy's um, career Uh, She's a a nurse, an ICU nurse, and um, it it seemed to be a little easier for her to try to come back and get a job where she did have some relationships, um, so that was a contributing factor as well. Um, Yeah, I I, I won't dive into it too deeply because I know (laughs) there's that rivalry uh, there.
0: It is all good. No rivalry. Um, No, the the, the connections between the sims. we, we support, love, and just excited.
2: Well, I guess I, I should also say, he's also <laughs> going to be a St. Louis grad soon. Uh, so, up. he really does have his foot in both
0: camps here. Yeah, I'm in the STM program. Oh, so, right. yeah. Yeah. so yeah. So, I, I yeah. Um, what is it, conflicting um or conflict of interest and yeah, loyalties? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all good.
1: It's all fun. It's all good. The <laughs> yeah. only rivalry is on the basketball court. We yes. all know that, and uh, we won't speak about that, because I think think St. Louis (laughs) lost the last time they played, so we're we're not going to bring that up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you got a tour of this church and school, and you don't know much uh, here. What are you looking forward to outside of just learning, but do you have any big aspirations? What are you curious about? What are you interested in here, specifically here at Holy Cross?
1: Sure. Um, one of the big things that I kind of uh, brought up again and again in our um, Vicarage interviews and all the forms you get to fill out and talk about what you'd like to...
0: Yeah, how many times do you have to sign your name in um, on all
1: this? You get pretty good at it. It's not yeah. quite as many times as like buying a house, but you <laughs> yeah, do. That's what I was yeah. ask, yeah. You get pretty good at it. Um, but one of the things I stressed was that I wanted to... Be somewhere with a school, if mm-hmm. possible. Um, coming from that teaching background, um, I've kind of been missing that the last couple years—that chance to interact with uh, with youth. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it goes back to I had so many strong influences when I was in high school. Um, not only our campus pastor, but a couple teachers that really kind of had a strong influence on my life, and that that was kind of what led me into teaching in the first place. So I'm I'm really excited to work with. Uh, in any capacity with the school that you guys have here, um, that's something that I haven't really been exposed to in my field work or in any other experiences the last couple of years. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, hopefully, I remember how to how to teach a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's been a little while. Yeah, seems like another world, uh, another lifetime. <laughs> Just a couple of years, but um, so I'm I'm excited for that, and hopefully. Um, you know, when you're teaching, you're always learning as well uh, from your students, so I look forward to that.
0: Well, Vicar Lieber, do you have any questions? Well, I think I got
2: one of the the big questions that I wanted to ask out of the way. Um, So, I guess Vicarage-oriented, what are you hoping that you will be able to say When you're sitting in my chair a year from now, like, what are you hoping that you'll be able to look back and say like, wow, I really learned this or like, wow, I'm able to do this. Or as you sit across the, you know, chair from maybe the next vicar to say like, this is the greatest takeaway that I had. What, what would you hope that would be?
1: Um, I think for me, it might, it might just be, uh, the day in and day out of building relationships with everybody in, from the church to the school. Mm. Um, as a teacher, you do plenty of that with your students, um, but your interaction with your with your colleagues and with, you know, the administration, the people above you is pretty minimal. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's kind of, I kind of joked where, um, you know, my coworkers when I was teaching high school were my students. <laughs> I never really worked <laughs> with adults. Um, so, it's it's one thing uh, to do that, but to, to really get the ins and outs of um, what is it like to do ministry, to mm. work inside of a team, um, to to take care of your responsibilities but not overstep your bounds, especially as a vicar. Right, right. <laughs> I know that can be a balancing act. Um, so those kinds of uh, just working with Pastor Wright and everyone here, where you get that, uh, that sense of you're contributing to uh, this ministry that's moving forward, um, I, I think that's kind of my biggest anxiety, right. but also oh, yeah. something I'm really looking forward to because I've never really had to experience that. Mm.
2: Right. Well, and you are lucky because Holy Cross is a, a, a church and school.
0: The greatest congregation ever.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, Holy Cross is, is a church and school that will step up and want to get to know. Yes. You. And you will build connections and relationships here. They'll make sure it happens. Yes. So, because uh, even over COVID, they did that for me, and that was, you know, that was really hard for for all of us, because you know when I started Vicarage, we weren't even having church. Like when I when I showed up, it was me and Pastorate, and for the first little bit you know, Vicar Pearson. And it was just us there with Mrs. Alaski playing the organ. And that's all it was for like yeah. the first Yeah, we got couple to weeks. to the camera. It was off. It was terrible. Yeah, It was really, really hard. And so to go from that and to see how hard people still tried to have a connection with me, to build relationships, it, it's incredible. And it's what makes Holy Cross, I think, kind of special is those relationships that you build. So that's definitely something I think you'll be able to say a year from now.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to that. Another thing, As you were talking, and you're talking about worship and preaching to the camera, I am a little excited to eventually get up into that elevated pulpit. Oh, yeah. I've never seen one of those before. Oh, it's It's, awesome. It's not as high
2: up as the one in St. Lorenz in Frankenmuth. It's (laughs) it's up there. Don't look down.
0: (laughs) What is it? Six, seven steps up. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is nice. It it actually is.
2: I I didn't think I would like it. I always thought I would be kind of an out-of-the-pulpit preaching guy, but... Preaching in the pulpit has really grown on me. And maybe it is the pulpit here where it just does feel like you have a nice perspective, being able to really see people well. So, I don't know.
0: I like it. Yeah. Vicar Elect Hill, do you have any questions for myself, Vicar Leeper, or even our listeners?
1: Questions. Those will probably come out as I spend mm-hmm. a little more time here. Um Maybe a comment. Can I give a comment? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Please be patient as I try to learn <laughs> your names, especially. Um, coming from a little smaller congregation, That that's challenging enough to learn, you know, 100, 150 names. But more than that, uh, might be a little bit of a learning curve. So please be patient with me. Um, I will do my best. Uh, that's my comment. That's my disclaimer. There you go. <laughs> so I can now... Up front
0: say that, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome. I'm excited about the, the year that's coming. Uh, as I told you before we were recording, you're coming into this wonderful transition and the opportunities for not only work, relationship, but the new things of Holy Cross. They get to be yours. And I'm excited to work with you. I'm excited for all that the Lord has put before us, and I look forward to the joy of the ministry with you. So, well, thank you for listening, and God's peace and blessings be upon you. Thank you for listening to Get Right for Sunday. I know that your time is valuable, and of all the things that you could have watched or listened to, you have chosen to deepen your biblical understanding with Get Right for Sunday. Would you take a moment— to give a five-star rating of this podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. This actually helps others to be able to find Get Right for Sunday. Again, thank you for your time, your prayers, and support.